following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Happy New Year to our listeners around the world, hopefully around the world. Uh, we are here, which should be for 95% of fantasy football uh, owners, teams. We are in week 17 or championship week. Hopefully you are in it. Hopefully I can help you get through it. Guys, we're going to talk about some of the matchups this week uh, that we really like here. To get you through championship week, to get you some money on some betting, to get you some money on FanDuel. We're on a little bit of a heater on the FanDuel lineups. Uh, we're going to start up here. Uh, one of the best quarterbacks down the stretch. He's quarterback five at the moment. Uh, he had a rough week against Buffalo last week. However, he's been over 19 points in every game he's played. Jerry back to week seven previously of the Buffalo game. Uh, he's got the easiest matchup in the league, Justin Fields. If you made it this far, hopefully you survived last week's game. Um, he is well worth being what should be the top quarterback option this week. Uh, the second best would be Mac Jones. We can kind of avoid that. I know they're going to have to throw to win the game, but I don't have faith in Mac Jones in winning the game this week. I think the Dolphins get it done. Dak Prescott, good matchup. Already played, though. Had a good game. Russ Wilson, uh, he's got one of the best matchups here against Kansas City, but I can't trust anything with Russ. I'm avoiding that. Brock Purdy's a fun uh, spot start this week. He's got a really, really favorable matchup against the Raiders, a team that's already struggling, and they don't have Derek Carrin. We're going to see a guy who's had 15-plus points in each of the last three weeks, including tough games in that one. Get probably his easiest matchup so far. I really like the Brock Purdy perspective and what he brings to the table. I love him as a flex spot start. Aaron Rodgers has a good matchup this week. I don't necessarily know how much I love it. I think Minnesota's going to give him a real dogfight this week. Um, Houston, good matchup. We can avoid them. Same with Atlanta. Uh, Detroit is a very, very strong matchup. They have the Bears. I love Jared Goff this week uh, as a flex spot. As well as really liking Jared Goff as a daily fantasy play. He's very cheap on FanDuel. The Bears are 24th in the league against the corner or against the quarterback. I really like the upside of Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions this week. I think the Lions win this game. I think Goff throws all over the Bears. Uh, Arizona, tough matchup. McSorley's the guy. You're going to avoid that like the plague. Uh, the New York Jets, Mike White's got a decent matchup against Seahawks, but I don't know how gun-shy he's going to be coming off of the broken ribs. Tom Brady, very good matchup this week against the Panthers. I do kind of like that. I think he'll have at least a solid game. The opposite end here, Patrick Mahomes, very tough matchup. He's got the Broncos. Um, I'd 
almost have half a mind to say you can kind of expect a bit of a down trot here. Uh, he did have three touchdowns against them the first time, but also through three picks. He had 19 total points. And a game that really they let Denver be a lot, lot closer than it should have. You're going to start him because he's Patrick Mahomes, especially if you're in the championship. But he has a high upside to disappoint. Joe Burrow in the same boat. They have a very tough game against Buffalo on Monday. Buffalo is the second best team in the league in terms of stifling quarterback production. I really like the upside that Joe Burrow could have a down week. Uh, the Vegas Raiders are the next... Worst matchup. Obviously, you're not going to start anything to do with Jarrett Sidham. Trevor Lawrence, a very tough matchup against the Texans, but that's one of those matchups where I think the Jacksonville really has to win this game. So he's going to put the team on the back, whether it means he's going to run for touchdowns or he's going to pass like crazy. I think Trevor Lawrence knows what's at stake here, and I think he gets the job done this week. New Orleans, tough matchup. Washington, tough matchup. Josh Allen's got a tough matchup. Kind of the same boat we just talked about with Patrick Mahomes, though. You're going to expect... He's going to put points up. His worst game since the bye was 11 points against Cleveland in a very ugly game. Um, I think Josh Allen easily should be 20 points again this week. Onwards to running backs, though. Uh, Jacksonville, very, very good matchup. Travis Etienne, he's still a top 20 fantasy running back. He's officially hit the 1,000-yard rushing mark. Um, last two weeks have been very strong. He did have a three-week lull against Tennessee, Detroit, and Baltimore. His breakout game this year came against Houston. I really like the upside of Travis Etienne this week. Uh, the Jets have a very good matchup. I kind of like the option of Zonovan Knight. If they're going to stay in this game, I think they're going to run the ball a lot. Zonovan Knight is worth the upside. Brian Robinson Jr. gets a big bump. I don't love Brian Robinson Jr., quite honestly. I've said from the get-go we didn't like him. The measurables. He was never great at Bama, never had a lot of yard per carry average. He's continued to do that in the pros, uh, but he's going to be the number one this week. Antonio Gibson's out. All carries go through Brian Robinson. I like at least enough of the upside where he should be a 12 to 16 point minimum. Um, the Detroit Lions, DeAndre Swift has a solid game this week. He's struggled a bit lately. Um, up and down season for him. you got to kind of figure out if you're Detroit what the game plan is. Jamal Williams, kind of the same boat. Um, he was red hot in the middle of the season. He's still the leader in the league in touchdowns, I believe, of rushing 2-2-2-2-1-3-1-1 over the course of the last three weeks. So he's not scored a rushing touchdown. He has not scored more than four points in fantasy. I'm very gun-shy on Jamal Williams at this point, and I think Detroit knows they can move the ball other ways. So I'm okay avoiding that good matchup if you do have one, especially if you have an option to play ahead of them. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons. My guy, honestly, this week is Tyler Algier. I really like Algier's upside. He's been running the ball very well. He's actually at 817 yards, given that they rarely give him much more than 10 carries a game. Um, last week, he had 74 yards, but he still had some receiving yards on top of it. I like the high upside against a weak Cardinals team, especially if Atlanta gets in control early. Um, Cordero Patterson holds that upside as well, but I think Tyler Algier has kind of won the bat or the backfield there, and Algier is going to have a big game this week. Uh, I like Saquon as well against the Colts. I don't think the Colts are going to be even close to in this game. Saquon, the last two weeks, been over 20 points. I could see it being a third this week. 
Christian McCaffrey, uh, he's your running back too. He had a down week last week against Washington, but they've been very good against the running back. I think you're going to get closer to the 28 to 30 point range again against the Raiders this week. They're going to get the ball in his hands and let him do the work. Cam Aker, he's been red hot as of late. Uh, in the last four games, he's failed to eclipse 10 points only once, and that was against the Raiders. Um, 36 points last week, 118 yards and three touchdowns. He's got a cakewalk matchup against the Chargers, who are 25th in the league against the run. I really like the upside for Cam Akers. Ramondre Stevenson, good matchup. Looks like Damian Harris is finally healthy. That is something to keep an eye on, is how the snap share will re be redistributed. Delvin Cook, he's running back 10. He's got a very good matchup as well against the Packers. Packers tend to lose games by allowing running backs to go off, and I think that's the way this is going to happen. I really like Delvin Cook this week. Isaiah Pacheco, he's been pretty good the last couple weeks. He's at least been leaving the backfield. Consistent between 10 to 15 points since week 11. Um, only one time in that going below 10. I kind of expect the same out of him this week. To the opposite end, though, some tougher matchups at running back. Uh, you're definitely looking at some ugly matchups with Las Vegas. If you rode Josh Jacobs all the way this far, you kind of have to play him. But the Niners are the top team in the league against the running back. And they don't have Derek Carr. We're hoping with Jarrett Stidham and the fact that maybe Josh Jacobs keeps it alive. Uh, not a lovely view. Raheem Mostert's been very good this year. He's had a very tough matchup against the Pats. And you always have the doom of if Jeff Wilson's going to see carries or not. I'm okay avoiding Raheem Mostert this week. Tennessee... Tough issue here. They already played. They didn't have Derrick Henry, so nobody really did much there. Hassan Haskins got the majority of those uh, of those snaps, 12 for 40 yards. Uh, Cleveland, a tough matchup. Nick Chubb's been up and down. He was red hot early in the season, kind of fell off in the back half. Uh, over the course of the last seven, he's got four games under 10 points. Uh, kind of expecting the same to happen here with Nick Chubb. That Cleveland offense got a little messed up here. Carolina, this is the anomaly here. Last week, they had a very tough matchup where they it didn't necessarily look like they were going to have a lot to be able to do on the ground. And then Chuba Hubbard and Deontay Foreman both go for over 100. That Carolina offense hums when they're facing good teams because they have to go through the run. Foreman and Hubbard are both options if you really need somebody in the flex. Buffalo is going to a very tough matchup here against the Bengals, but I think they're going to get up to a lead and they're going to start running the ball early. I like Singletary and Cook this week. Um, onwards to tight ends. Atlanta, best matchup in the league. No one's trusting Michael Pruitt, let's be fair. Uh, the Jets, Tyler Conklin has a very strong matchup against the Seahawks. Uh, he, outside of the beginning of the year where he was over 10 points for three straight and then the two touchdown performance in New England, he's been a ghost. We don't have to trust Tyler Conklin again, especially because it seems like they're starting to throw at CJ Uzama a bit more. New England, very good matchup here. It is the Hunter Henry show against Miami. Um, we already saw that Janu Smith has been ruled out. The first game this year against Miami... He only had four points, so take it with a grain of salt. We, they've really not thrown much at tight ends at all this year after all the money spent on him. Probably the best matchup this week, Dalton Schultz. He missed a lot of time. He's still a top 10 tight end. Um, 
And he's been red hot since he came back from injury, posting scores over 14 points four of eight weeks, including last week having 24 and a half points. I really like Dalton Schultz's upside. Uh, but then again, he already played, to be totally fair. Um, and that was it. 24.8 was that game. Um, Arizona, good matchup. Bad options. Indianapolis, this is my daily fantasy flex of the week. I'm very intrigued by Jelani Woods. They put Nick Foles in last week. He's still expected to start again this week. Woods had five targets. He had seven points in fantasy. And the Giants are very bad against tight end. I think Jelani Woods is the candidate to have 12 to 12 to 18 points on a daily fantasy spectrum. And if you're playing prop bets, I kind of like him as receiving yards over as well. Cole Komet has a good matchup against the Lions. He's fallen off the wagon hard. Um, he had that back-to-back week of two touchdowns after a slow start, and that was really the peak. Everything's gone downhill since. He's not an awful play. They'll probably target him, but I don't need him in my lineup. Travis Kelsey, strong matchup against the Broncos. He had a ugly, ugly-er game last week. Not as strong as we expected. Still put up 20 points. He's in line for 20 points again. Uh, the opposite, the very tough matchup, so... Dallas Goddard, very strong matchup against the Saints. If you don't need to play him, I wouldn't be playing him. Detroit, same thing. Brock Wright, no one's going to need that. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals, Hayden Hurst is back, but Buffalo's been great against the tight end. You can avoid Hayden Hurst. Tennessee played already. Cleveland's got a tough matchup. David Njoku's also been up and down all year. Washington, very tough matchup as well. Logan Thomas has been non-existent since returning this season. Uh, his first big game of the year came last week with six catches for 35 yards against the Niners. Um, can avoid him, though. The Raiders, I'm not trusting Darren Waller, especially in a good matchup here and a new quarterback. We can get rid of that option. It's uh, it's an ugly matchup week. Out of receivers, though, Green Bay's got the best option here. If you've got Christian Watson, you're probably going to want to look to play him. Uh, the last game against Minnesota, Watson didn't even really do anything. It was his first game as a rookie. Two catches, 34 yards. He went down injured in week two, re-aggravated the injury in week five, and then he started to come on strong. So Christian Watson, high upside here. I think Romeo Dobbs is kind of in the same boat. He didn't have a bad week last week. Uh, three catches, 36 yards. He had six targets, though. So Aaron Rodgers is trying to get him the ball. A couple overthrows. A couple times he was getting uh, clung to by defenders. But I think that's one of your best upside there is looking at Romeo Dobbs as a cheap option on FanDuel. Um, you're going to have a good option in Dallas. Dallas, C.D. Lamb already played. He had a decent game there. Um 23 points, 11 catches, 100 yards. Chicago, good matchup, bad options. Chase Claypool is your best, and so is Byron Pringo. I'm not, uh, really not comfortable going into those options. Tennessee already played. Tampa Bay, strong matchup. It's a question mark of who's going to get it. Uh, I mean, if you've got both, play them. Mike Evans had a very bad week last week. Chris Godwin had a better week. They're both still top 25 fantasy quarter, fantasy receivers. Devontae Adams has a good matchup. I don't care. It's still Jared Stidham. Uh, Denver. Jerry Judy is kind of the highest option in Denver. They have a very strong matchup against the Chiefs. Judy still seemed to be getting 
the ball thrown his way, even if nobody else in Denver's producing. And Judy's at least making something of it. I like Jerry Judy's upside. Baltimore's got a tough matchup. Uh, it has a good matchup, but a tough option here. Bateman's on the IR. Duvernay's on the IR. Demarcus Robinson and Sammy Watkins are your top two options. I don't love either of those, especially given uh, that it's probably going to be Tyler Snoop Huntley again. The Arizona Cardinals. This is a fun one. Luke Hopkins out. Rondell Moore out. Your top three receivers are A.J. Green, Marquise Brown, and Greg Dortch. Greg Dortch had a huge game last week, and I'm expecting him to do it again. I really like him in Daily Fantasy as well. Um, Pittsburgh's got a good matchup. Deontay Johnson didn't have a bad game the last time these two teams met. He had 14 points. Uh, he's actually been pretty hot the last four games here, finally eclipsing 10, in four uh, 10 points in four straight games. Look for that to continue here. Pittsburgh's going to have to play their ass off to keep the playoff hopes alive. And I like Deontay's option. L.A., good matchup as well. Mike Williams has been okay. His comeback kind of strong. He had a red-hot start to the year. Uh, 12, or 12 points last week. 10 the week before, 25 the week before that. Rams have not been great. I like the option here for Mike Williams and Keenan Allen to both produce. The Bengals. This is going to be interesting here. Uh... Buffalo's list is 21, but they've been getting hot once they got Trey White back. You know Joe Burrow's going to throw the ball probably close to 50 times. That being said, expect at least 25 catches from whatever targets there are. You're going to have a good game in PPR. You might be struggling in terms of touchdown receptions. So the opposite end, though, things we don't love in terms of these teams. Um, Washington, tough matchup. New Orleans, tough matchup. Philly, tough matchup. Detroit, little tougher. Um, Chicago's allowed more to like tight ends and whatnot. I think they'll be fine, though, in finding a way to get the, um, the ball to Amonra. Buffalo's in the middle. Uh, I think Steph Diggs is going to put up. He knows that they want that division. In terms of probably some of the best options of what we've got straight matchup-wise, I'm trying to pull that real quick. Some of the best options here. That is weak. There we go. Oh, why are we doing weak? Uh, we've got the wrong week up here, guys. Roll ball or get with it, guys. 11 minutes ago. All right, here we go. Some of the better player matchups this week. Colton Sutton does have a good matchup against Trent McDuffie. Again, totally speculative of how much you're going to trust um, Russ Wilson. Decent matchup for Deontay Johnson. As we talked against Marlon Humphrey, he allows about 14 points a game. DJ Chark getting Jalen Johnson, who's allowing almost 14 points a game. I do like DJ Chark, and I like him on prop bets. Um, Christian Watson, as we already discussed, he's got Duke Shelley. He's allowing 15 points a game. Demarcus Robinson draws Cam Sutton. Cam Sutton's allowing almost 16 a game. Demarcus Robinson's not a bad play at all this week. Demarius Bird or Damier Bird against Marco Wilson, uh, Atlanta against Arizona. Not a bad option. I probably wouldn't be starting it though. Gabe Davis expected to see Eli Apple, and that's burnt toast cooking all day. I love the Gabe Davis option. Uh, Alan Lazard, another Green Bay option there. The Dante Pettis play. Interesting. Pettis has started to come on hot a little. We knew what he did in San Fran a couple years ago. I don't hate him as a daily fantasy flex. 
Keelan Cole, interesting against Jimmy Ward. Um, although I have a feeling you're going to see that not be Keelan Cole, and it's probably going to be Hunter um, Renfro again. So Hunter Renfro, good play to dial up. Same with LaVisca Chenault against Sean Murphy Bunting. And that'll, that'll kind of do it, guys. Uh, so we're going to bring in the new year. Hopefully you guys bring in the new year with a fantasy championship win. And hopefully you guys go ahead and uh, get off to a good start. Shout out to our sponsor, Kyle at Chicken Dippin'. Hit him up online, chickenatdippin.com or chicken underscore dippin' on Instagram. Use code 716 for 15% off your order. But until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys. <laughs>